All right, legends, thank you for tuning back in to another episode of Why Not Art. I think this is probably the most relatable conversation to date, and I really think you're going to get a lot out of it, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get straight into it. Riffing with me today is Penny Sterling. Penny is a freelance print model, musician, and creative with a passion for expression, a love of fashion, screen content, and being in front of the camera. She's experienced in lingerie and fashion modeling, but has also enjoyed creative and special effects makeup projects. She's been published in Cosmopolitan, Huffington Post. She's inspired fan art across the globe and was even printed on skateboard decks. So she's done it all and she has some really interesting perspectives that I think you're not going to quite expect. This conversation is so relatable. It's really one that I think is going to help everyone when it comes to confidence, understanding our individual identities and being creative even when you feel like you don't look the part. So let's go. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. Thanks so much for having me. It's so good to see you. It's like really awesome to catch up and talk about art. Yeah. Um, before we begin, though, um, I'd just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, including those listening to this podcast, and want to recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. And in particular, I want to pay respects to the Nyangbo people of the Bunjalung Nation, the traditional custodians of the land in beautiful Ballina region where I live and I'm recording this today. Beautiful. Thanks, Penny. That was a lovely acknowledgement of country and, yeah, beautiful north coast New South Wales. Beautiful. Um, it is a beautiful piece of country um, yeah. that was never ceded. Mm. So welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have this conversation because I've spoken to a lot of artists on this podcast, but you are the first model that I've welcomed to the show. And as somebody who's kind of dabbled in a little bit of modeling myself, I definitely see it as an art form and a form of expression. I'd love if you could just take us through kind of what drew you to it. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely um, an art form and it's almost like a performance sometimes. So what drew me to modelling was um, the aspect of self-expression, really. Um, mm. I was looking for something new, I think. Um, and I was when I started it, I was going through a little bit of a hard time mentally. Mm. And I was looking for something new, I guess, to put myself, <laughs> creative expression and some body acceptance, a bit of, you know, yeah. um, creative expression. And I just sort of fell into it um, with a group of friends. We did a little shoot for Positively Glittered, which is um, kind of an, a body confidence initiative where you take all of your clothes off and you get covered in glitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty is, brave move for your first yeah, shoot. Like the very first thing I did. <laughs> trial by fire <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah kind of strange but very cool um yeah so that was pretty full-on <laughs> yeah no kidding but yeah a really cool experience um and just yeah all about um body acceptance body confidence mm. um that kind of thing and from that um that got published in quite a, a wide variety of media 
and I set up my Instagram page and started posting stuff on there and then was just getting a lot of um, requests for collaboration really and that's how I started modeling. Right (laughs) amazing that's interesting what you say because you know sharing I mean sharing your expression in any form is it's always vulnerable whether that's you know voice or words or painting or whatever other creations but in a society that is so kind of image conscious Mm. do you feel that sharing the image of you as art is is different how or and if it is how is it different yeah I mean everyone wants to be seen and understood (laughs) I Mm. think um and yet modeling is very image based but it was never about that for me I don't think it's ever been about that for me um it was more about creative expression yeah just um shoot concepts and yeah getting to show some work with amazing creative people it like takes a whole team of people to create these things so Mm -hmm. um the model um photographer stylist makeup studios so um yeah it's never been about image stuff for me it was just more about um creating really yeah yeah it's so true it is a truly collaborative Mm. effort yeah yeah exactly and and what does the art of modeling bring to your life would you say (laughs) a lot (laughs) (laughs) um confidence really I wanted to work on my confidence and the truth is um despite what you might see on my work I'm actually not a confident person (laughs) in real life Mm. it's just I can act confident when I need to it's acting basically um I'm literally performing confident versions of myself (laughs) during Mm. these shoots and I'll arrive on set at a studio or location and start preparing and sometimes I feel nervous or tense or might be in pain or whatever's going on but um as I start shooting I just become more you know loose confident flowing with the movement of poses and collaboration Um, and it's really fun it's um very therapeutic (laughs) yeah it's kind of like tapping into like another version of yourself yeah yeah it's it's weird it's um it's kind of a contradiction I feel like it's self-expression um where I get to express myself but at the same time you can also play characters Mm, true true yeah Yeah. (laughs) in the little bit of modeling that I've done it, it and you know it's been just little concepts and purely for the fun of yeah playing a character really Mm. but there is definitely a rush that comes with that when you get to kind of step out of your own skin and your own head probably more importantly exactly and just embody something else that's right and I think that's kind of why I love it so much (laughs) Mm -hmm. what sort of things do you do to prepare when you know you said you might arrive on set you know with whatever is going on for you know, for you personally, mm. you know, away from the camera, what do you do to prepare to to be able to tap into that confidence? Yeah, it takes, um, like I said, it's a team. So I will actually consult with the creative team beforehand and agree on the concept and um, inspiration and what we're hoping to get from it. So, mm-hmm. and then I try to be as organized as possible. I pack the shit that I need <laughs> and yeah arrive on time ready to shoot and then when you just start shooting or even when I get the clothes that I'm wearing on or my makeup on it's like I just <laughs> mm, something <laughs> shifts that yeah exactly 
Yeah, yeah. What do you, I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, you do sort of, you have other creative outlets, you're a musician as well. Um, What do you, what did you find modeling brought you that your other forms of creative expression maybe hadn't? It's completely different, isn't it? Um, So music and other things were always deeply personal to me. Like Mm. even the last couple of years through COVID um, and before then, when I moved to Northern New South Wales, I didn't know too many people when I moved here. So it wasn't like I could just go and jam with some friends or anything like that. Um, So really music has become quite insular for me. Um, Mm. It was always more deeply personal than collaborating on a shoot. Right. Yeah. And especially over the last couple of years, like I was saying before, um, music's become even more personal for me where I haven't actually recorded anything. I haven't mm-hmm. performed anything. Music's just been in my little <laughs> in my little world. Yeah. So um modeling has been really different in yeah, the collaborative process and also where the work ends up as well in front of lots of eyes where <laughs> mm-hmm. my music is just sort of at the moment just mine just for you yeah. yeah and which is I think something for anyone listening out there it's so valid for your creative expression to only be for you if that's what it needs to be at that time or you know in that form like it's so okay only to create for ourselves because it, it gifts us so much and then if it does you know become distributed or become public then it's a gift for everybody else, but it can just be a gift for you first. Exactly. And that's another cool thing about modeling and having your work out there. Um, like I'm a petite person. I'm not an Amazonian tall woman. I'm not, <laughs> um, and as a petite model, um, you know, like when you go to high school, there's pressure on you to have large breasts. <laughs> mm. I don't. And yeah. I've had messages on my Instagram from young girls saying, it, it means so much to see that, yeah. you know, represented and, yeah, representation is obviously very important at the mm. moment and always, but um, it means so much to me to get messages like that. Yeah, that's incredible. That's, that's yeah. you know, impact and, and the ripple of, of the work that you're doing. Do you ever feel, you know, you do have quite a big following, uh, public following, does the confidence that you kind of tap into well while when you're shooting does that sort of flow over into how you do handle the public side of things (laughs) yes yeah definitely um and especially because I don't um showcase my work under my real name Mm. that will probably not be a surprise to anyone (laughs) (laughs) um so sometimes it's almost like I am hiding behind a persona or an alter ego and she sort of takes the reins but actually over the last couple of years I've felt that over time she's more disappeared and I'm becoming it's like over time it's become more of me Mm. which feels really good it's actually I think that's really a positive thing so um depending how I feel about that or how um will possibly change how I present work in the future we'll see yeah yeah that's pretty cool though. I was, uh, one of the things I was going to ask is, you know, how this work and the confidence that you find mm. through this work has impacted other areas of your life. And it kind of sounds like 
you know, these two parts of you are beginning to kind of merge into, into one. So could you take us through maybe some of the things that have changed, you know, in your life since modeling, what it's brought to you, how it's changed other areas of your life? Yeah. I mean, they are starting to merge. Um, there are a lot of areas of my life where it's still very much separate. Um, I guess like, uh, the way I am just in everyday life at work, walking down the street, you would never guess that I'm, um, doing this kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it has definitely improved my confidence. Like was just speaking to people. Um, I was pretty awkward. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm still pretty awkward now honestly but um, (laughs) definitely helped those kind of things like um, speaking to people and yeah doing these calls and yeah everything's very much over zoom these days and that definitely helps Mm. Um, like I said earlier in the podcast it is a little bit like acting yeah and yeah (laughs) so even if you don't necessarily feel super confident I at least have the skills now to act like I do which is (laughs) (laughs) well that's it right sometimes you know if there is a quality that you're wanting to develop in yourself or a change that you're wanting to make Mm -hmm. the reason you want to make that change is clearly because you're not quite there yet so it's naturally gonna feel a little bit like acting at least to start with because it's not it's not familiar to you and it's um you know there's that phrase fake it till you make it and I've gotten into so many sort of debates about the relevance of that phrase and people's different opinions on it but you know to start with sometimes taking on a new quality or taking on a new you know form of creative expression it is going to feel a little bit like acting to start with yeah exactly and then you've got the whole gender expression that comes into it too because the feminine the femininity that's a hard (laughs) word I always (laughs) (laughs) the femininity that's on display in my photo work is very much played up for the camera Mm. so when I look in the mirror on a normal day I don't actually see someone looking back at me who's particularly feminine and I Mm. never have (laughs) it's interesting um being able to switch that on and off as well like I do go by a she her pronouns but yeah. I've never seen a particular gender in myself, honestly. And mm. I view that as on a spectrum anyway. But yeah, that's something else as well. So Yeah, yeah. And it's a beautiful way to explore those edges of our personality, I think. Or maybe not even personality. I want to correct that. To explore the edges of our identity. Mm. And that's something that I really find through my own creative expression. And mine is very different to yours. I'm a writer, Mm. but I will often use words or my poetry to like push the edges of how I identify in the world and to articulate, you know what, actually I kind of I don't believe in that stereotype or shit. I've played into that stereotype and not realized, (laughs) but that's not actually what I see in myself. So Mm -hmm. I think often those kind of like blurry edges are difficult to articulate, but creative expression can be a way to explore them and to play with them and to get curious about them. Definitely. And femininity is a really beautiful thing to explore. 
Mm. even if you've never felt particularly feminine (laughs) yeah well I completely resonate with you on that I've I've felt the same way I've never felt particularly feminine I've never felt um I guess the you know the standard feminine in quotation marks you know the the feminine that's sort of accepted or expected and that is definitely something I explore that in in my writing and my poetry a lot it's a theme that I really enjoy kind of looking at and I would definitely say that through the process of writing about it I feel better about myself and where on that spectrum I believe I I lie uh, I feel really good about it it's Mm. it's actually made me to be honest it's made me like myself better by expressing it through Mm. through my writing have you found something similar yeah definitely that's so powerful (laughs) Mm. definitely um especially if you've never felt particularly feminine by the standard feminine um it's helped to see that I do have that in me as well so yeah. yeah, it's really powerful to explore and it is beautiful. Mm, mm. And I think those, it's layers, right? We are not humans in like one pigeonhole. As humans, we're so layered. I know that's a cliche, the whole like onion thing, <laughs> but like, we are so layered and complex. Mm. But I find that that is the most beautiful thing. And that's one of the, one of the reasons I love art is because it lets us kind of explore the country, use the word contradictions earlier. And I love that Mm -hmm. a lot of people sort of, there's a bit of a negative connotation with the word contradiction. I actually love contradictions. I just think they're so beautiful and so intriguing. And, you know, is that not what we're here for to live a life that's beautiful and intriguing, not so predictable and in a box? Exactly. That's exactly right. Mm. I'm a swirling mass of contradictions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. I wholeheartedly support your, your contradictions. <laughs> I'm sure I've contradicted myself like 10 times in this already. <laughs> so throughout, you mentioned the pandemic earlier as well. So I, I guess, you know, let's, let's go there because as you've said, you know, being on set, it's a collaborative experience. It's not really something you, you do solo. So you've, I imagine, not been able to shoot all that much during the last couple of years. How's that impacted you? Yeah, quite a lot. Um, because I live in northern New South Wales, um, the Queensland border is closed mm. in New South Wales. And naturally, that's where I would go to shoot and collaborate. And I haven't been able to do that because of the border closure. Yeah. Um, the three or so times I have shot this year was just quickly while the borders were open and I could quickly go do that and because you never know when they're going to close again and yeah. so luckily I have got across a couple of times to do some shoots but um, really it's been very quiet this year and really difficult because of that mm. um, and where I am here is a little bit isolated and I don't really know many creators here so yeah, yeah it has been difficult Mm, mm. have you noticed um I guess any changes in you know like uh, you the confidence piece the the acceptance piece the you know knowing yourself kind of thing through your art have you have you had to sort of find other ways to to not sort of lose that yeah or you go insane (laughs) you go you know like 
Um, yeah, it's really hard, isn't it? I um I do have a writer in me as well. Mm. Um, so I try and do that and music when I can, when I can yeah. get some quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> um, or try and shoot something at home, which I don't really. It's it's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I try and immerse myself in as much um, art as I can, films, TV and books and that's like whatever I can to try and keep that. And yeah, yeah. it's difficult though. <laughs> and during the lockdown recently, you know, that's, that's really tough too. And you know, obviously you can't do anywhere or do, any, or do anything, shoot anything, make anything outside of your house. So <laughs> yeah Yeah, it's really difficult yeah it is difficult it really is I think for artists um you know it's something I'm really passionate about I think and this is not to discredit any other industry because so many industries have been affected by what's been going on but Mm. the arts I just don't think people quite understand what goes into creating art and that Mm. when lockdowns end and things open the arts doesn't just immediately turn back on. There is so much more involved and the amount of people involved and the lead times and the planning involved, you know. Um, I work in theatre as well and it's not just like, oh, okay, the theatre lights can go back on and we'll get that show on stage. It's like, no, that show cancelled two months ago because they needed to plan their shit, you know. (laughs) Um, there's There's a huge, it's almost like, the arts is too, has got another two months on everyone else because we need to catch up and plan and get things back in place. And mm-hmm. I just really feel for the arts industry and for artists um, and, and arts workers, it's been a really difficult time because, you know, not only is it work, but as we've, as we've been talking about and the whole point of this podcast is that it's so much more than a vocation or a job or work. Like it really is part of our identity and something that, you know, makes our way of experiencing the world better, our ability to experience the world better. Yeah. Exactly. And there's been a lot less support for the arts as well than a lot of other sectors too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Not to make it too political, but yeah. I could get on a rant about yeah, that. I know. <laughs> um, there are amazing organizations like Support Act Limited who are supporting artists during this time yeah yeah and the arts well-being collective out of melbourne i know is doing a lot of really great work in terms of you know supporting the mental health of of those working in the arts so if Mm -hmm. anyone listening is um yeah is is suffering is struggling um Mm -hmm. yeah definitely go and look up those those organizations and i'll put them in the show notes as well because it is really important that um you know we're talking about this more yeah definitely Yeah. (laughs) yeah Amazing. Penny, I would love to close us out with the three questions that I ask all of my guests here on Why Not Art. These are just short, sweet, snappy. Just let us know what comes to your mind. Your most memorable creative experience. You know what? I'm going to go for a special effects makeup shoot that I did with Sonia Howard, the SFX makeup extraordinaire where she actually took a cast of my face, like head and shoulders, full cast, which was excruciating, (laughs) and then made a creature out of it. You'll see it on my Instagram page, uh, the blue creature. And then 
Oh, it was incredible. Like what an experience and such a talent. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and that sounds unreal. Yeah. Always the most fun, those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, doing something completely different. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about the edges before. That's on the edges. <laughs> but that's yeah. another awesome thing that I find about, about art in general. But mm-hmm. it's something I've found when I've, you know, done the few shoots that I've done. It is like that kind of bringing the the alien and the unreal to reality. <laughs> I just find that so cool. I remember I did a shoot where, and I, yeah, it was, I was body painted yeah. and I just, no, I hadn't quite shaved my head, but half my head was shaved <laughs> and they put all these like jewels and stuff all over my face. And then I was completely yeah painted up in, in blue and purple glitter. And I'm not going to lie. I think I felt more at home in that skin than I did in like my normal human skin suit. And I was like, am I an alien? Like, I feel so good wearing this right now. And the shoot ended and they said, oh, you know, do you want to hear some, you know, product to go take all that off? I was like, no, I'm wearing this the rest of the day. I drove home with it. I was like, this is so cool. I actually got an Uber home in my costume. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. It gets so That's confused. The best. <laughs> yeah incredible experience unreal (laughs) (laughs) all right second question which artists and creatives inspire you the most at the moment um neo maigo an artist um in brisbane um tia eckhart amazing model and now sari and oh i love sarah paulson Mm. (laughs) that's Mm. such a crush on her (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to throw that in there as a, a lol. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'll put the links to all of those artists um, yeah. as well so, so people can go, and, can go and check them out. Cool. All right. Last question, Penny. A piece of art that you're consuming and loving right now. Oh, um, I'm going to say American Crime Story. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I really like it. It's really good. It's about the impeachment of... Um, Bill Clinton mm, mm. I'm really enjoying it it's just oh and also um, Mayor of Easttown oh yeah 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 I'm really enjoying that I binged like four episodes last night <laughs> <laughs> yeah unreal <laughs> <laughs> gotta do something when you can't shoot yeah exactly <laughs> you might as well watch some quality content <laughs> that's it that's it yeah. oh thank you so much for being here and for for riffing with me um I can't wait to see you get back behind a camera I hope that happens sooner rather than later for you thank you you. (laughs) yeah yeah is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap um thanks for having me on um I've just launched a new website pennysterling.net if you want to check that out feel free (laughs) yeah and I know there's um, some cool merchandise and things up there as well, which which is cool. Yeah, I've actually collaborated with my friend GCG and she's made some beautiful artworks that we turned into pins and stickers. So we're selling those. Amazing. And she's in Italy. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. So cool. Well, all those links will be in the show notes. Everyone go and check out Penny's work. Check out her new website and... We'll see you for the next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you.